Lucas Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow them to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. This allows for consistent and unbiased grading. They have an easy submission process and best-in-class customer service. Their pricing model is simple. Pay by the day, not by the value of the card. And when they say 10 business days, they mean 10 business days. All right, Luca Nation. Hopefully, uh, you know, 25-minute 20, episode here. I have a few topics to discuss with you guys. I know Cage does as Translation. well. So Cage. welcome back. Don't get into – don't do too many tangents. I actually want to leave. Calm yourself down. Don't talk too much. I want this to be 20, 25 minutes. So I'm just going to interrupt the intro again, as I always do. And That's people okay. write me and they laugh. It's like become but part bro, of the this is yeah. priority. Like if, if this runs over and it's a great episode, I'm not I'm not going to leave, uh, you know, midway through. Listen, I, lo- I love our community. Right I love it's our Monday. Fans. Normally, I don't like Monday, but how can you not? We got the football game tonight, right? We got what, what could be the real Super Bowl of the year. We got the Patriots against the Bills tonight. My fantasy team shit the bed. I, I'm down 15 points, but I have Matt Breida. So he could score 15, but the problem is the guy I'm playing against would need Josh Allen to not play. For me to have oh, a chance. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. So it's one of those, it was one of those weeks. <laughs> so, yeah, no, not so good. I, th- I still think my team will make the playoffs in our league. We, you know, we set it up in such a way where I think six out of 12 teams make the league, make, make the playoffs. So, you know, you really just got to be in the top half, which yeah, I think I'll do. Tell them, tell them about the belt. So guys, we have, um, we have three leagues, 36 teams. And obviously, you're going to get a prize, a hobby box for winning the league. But we wanted to do one overall prize. So Cage took some initiative here. Yeah, man. So we couldn't. What's difficult about it is because of the playoffs way it is and because we have to have, you know, 12 teams. We can't have. We have 36 total teams. But we couldn't have a 36-person draft. That's just not the way it works. You know, first, first there's not enough guys. The 36 is going to be pretty terrible, right? It's not exactly fast. So we brought up the three leagues. And even then, it's hard to come up with, like, an overall champ. So what we did was each league will have its champ, but at the end of the regular season, which ends next week for us, we, at the end of week 15, I um, know, um, oh end of week 14, 15, I think the playoffs start, um, the, the team that scored the most points in the regular season out of all 36 teams, I, I got a belt. It's one of these like trophy smack belts. It's huge. It's like, you know, it was, it was, it's very heavy. It's like a it's what the UFC like, it's it's what the UFC gets basically. Yeah, exactly. It looks like a UFC belt, but it has our logo. You know, right there. If you watch on YouTube, that logo is right there, front and center, and it says "Fantasy Football." You know, points champion twenty twenty one LTB. Um, it's got the it's got the tiger NFT on one of the little um, one of the little panels of the belt. It's pretty cool, man. It's a pretty cool thing, and it just arrived today. Talk about like supply chain delays. Woof. And it's gonna be anyone who has Jonathan Taylor. It's gonna be basically Jonathan, I have Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. I didn't win. <laughs> but you, you're the you're the points leader, right? No, I'm I'm no? I'm a hundred points off. The guy who has the points lead in our league has a very good team, a very good team, well drafted. Dak Prescott is the QB. So didn't waste an early pick Car- on Dak. Car- Card Fuchsia is ours. He has Russell Wilson, Najee Harris, Jonathan Taylor, Mike Evans, Jalen Waddle, Gronkowski, Josh Jacobs, Harrison Butker. And he has the Patriots defense. Uh, how many points? 1,644. 
Yeah, that's about where I think 1637. So that's what we'll find out tomorrow after tonight's games. We'll do a little leaderboard and we'll see who's in the running for it. And we'll all kind of, it'll, we'll, Luke and Asia can pay attention next week. Maybe we can post the, you know, the rosters maybe during the weekend and see who's going to get that belt. Card Fuchsia is in the running. Uh, Team Milky something or other on ours. I don't, I don't know what the hell the real name is. Milky, Milky something um, is Milky in the lead chance. in ours. So, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> guys, I, I, so so you this is like um, this doesn't concern us, but I'm curious if you guys out there could help me because this kind of stuff rubs me the wrong way, and it just like like I, I don't think this is really accurate of what the hobby is but sometimes you do see this like i I, did you see the post going around from like the troll account against uh jeff sports card investor so so jeff invested in how much he paid that one yeah i think yeah and he bought uh like lebron tops chrome refractors like from like 2003 to 2010 uh just a basic investment like it's, it's a good investment we all talk about tops chrome lebron goat and in that short period of time, his invest they, the investments have fallen, and this this troll account like rubs it in his face, acting like this guy should. Why would you ever listen to this guy? Look at him; he's such an idiot. But like, I, I think one, I'm curious, has he ever sold picks? Right? Like, that, I, I don't know. So you guys out there have been part of the hobby, you know. But two, like, I don't know. That that seems hurtful. So you guys tell me if you if if you saw that. Post- you do, even- does sell picks even if he makes money giving people like here's my top five cards or here's my investments no one's right all the time no one's right all the time i mean you know and he might no one's forcing you guys to buy the picks either the four of them before and the four of them after he probably made money on i mean that's the way it works we all have stuff that that loses we you know we can't be a thousand percent all you know all the time i mean i try to be but even i you know, you and I, I mean, I'm a huge Michael Porter Jr. fan. You guys know this. I mean, I love Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. It's not, the, it's not the point. That's not the point. Um, <laughs> first off, I, I want to caveat this. I've never met the guy. Like, I've, I've, I've I seen have, him on the show. Nice I met him in the cool. street. I've never met the guy. Nice guy. So, I've, I have no horse in the race. This doesn't concern me. But still, like, I, I don't know why we go after people like that. Like, honestly, who cares? So, what you're saying is... Andrew, be positive, is back. Optimistic Andrew says, hey, the hobby has enough crap. Be happy for people. You know, Could it possibly be that he has a modicum of success? And that uh, you know, when there is success, there will always be. We talked about this, right? As soon as there was an artist born, immediately thereafter is born the critic. Was it was a critic? I wouldn't consider Jeff an artist, but sure. Uh, I'm just using history of the world. I mean, Mel yes. Gibson, Mel Gibson, Mel Brooks. Wow, that was a horrible mistake. Mel Brooks did not, uh, you know, do history <laughs> of the world. You know that it's uh, uh, you. You had me. I was like Mel Gibson and Braveheart. No, he Mel said Brooks. that. No, not Brooks. okay. He did this in history of the world. It's like as soon as an artist, because it's like a caveman drawn on the wall, and then a critic comes and pisses all over the artwork. But there wasn't sports card investor at the time for Mel Brooks to use that. But you understand the, the the point. You know, you say it all the time. You know, Gary V has trolls. Gary V has people who come after him no matter what he does. And, you know, when you have success, you're not going to be able to please everybody in the world. Um, the, and the fact that there's a troll account just dedicated to him. You know what I mean? I think the account is like Sports Card Investor Fraud or something like that. I think yep. what it was. Underscore so, Fraud. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, guys. You guys tell me if I'm wrong, right? You guys probably know his content more Can I spend or less. some time on it in the optimism and the positivity on this? So, But not just this year. But let me, let, me, let me tell you guys something. It's okay to be wrong 
It's okay to be right when you could have been more right. And this is my little hobby lesson of the day, right? Try not to beat yourselves up. Don't beat up other people who are trying to do their own thing too, a la Jeff, the sports card investor, unless he's wronged you personally in some way, right? right. Which, I mean, he very well may have. But more importantly, give yourself a little slack, right? Not everything's going to be a winner. And even when it's a winner, there are those of us out there, myself included, who spend precious time and precious brain matter thinking of how I could have even won more on my wins. Wow, if I would have... I sold my LeBrons too early. If I would have held it, I would have I would have made this much and this much and that. I think we all do it. And I think it's, I mean, listen, I'm not the one to tell you about what's unhealthy. You guys know my diet. And I'm sitting here with a two-liter bottle of soda as, as we talk, right? So obviously healthy is not my forte. But maybe as like an early New Year's resolution for next year, right? It's it's a hobby. Or you'll call it the industry. We call it, you know, the business, whatever the heck we're going to call it this this year. But we're having fun. And you know what? If you have a loss, you'll probably have a win the week after or two weeks later that'll make up for a loss. And if you have a win, like, you know, Andrew and I, we talk about this because we're kind of cut from the same cloth, right? All the time, right? All the time well, man. And, and, All the time. Know, I want, we have a lot of people listening. Yeah, I had 2,000 people listening to an episode last week in the first day. We're like, hello. And and you you should hear from us. If you think like this, you're not alone. Right, we do too. I'm sure almost all of us do. And maybe it's a you know a cool thing for you to hear. Like, that's not good, man. I mean, I wish I could be better at it myself. It's just you know, pay, hey, look, little pat on the back. You know what it is, Kitch? Yeah. It's it's. I think this is my theory. It's our we've in the last 20 years, man. Life has changed so much that we're like constantly bombarded by things that we could do on our phone, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And now we can spend exorbitant amounts of money using our phones by laying on. Our, and that is like, I, I have to remind myself, like, I got to get away from this. Like, there, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes we invested a card and it hasn't gone up in two days. But in our head, it doesn't feel like two days. You know what I, I mean? Get it, man. I get it. And you, you, you've told me about this all the time. You tell me, look, I'm on the phone all the time. I'm on Instagram all the time. There's been advancements in technology. And what you always tell me is in the last five to 10 years, the advancements in yoga pants and what you know, <laughs> those videos you watch late at night with, I mean, you know, that it's, you're right. It's hard to unplug from that. And we should, we should unplug. I didn't expect that. I don't understand where you come up with this stuff. Uh, so, what? You just hit me like what? a right hook. Uh, what? I didn't see it. So, dude, um, I, 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 you, you consider can I ask you something? Do you consider Logan Paul and Jake Paul athletes? I do. Like, okay. I like do. so Tommy Fury <laughs> can't fight and now uh Jake Paul is fighting uh Tyron Woodley again for the third time. Yep. Yeah. As of this morning. But so Woodley's going in with a different strategy this time. He's going to actually throw two punches. He's going to grapple. Round. He's going to throw He's two punches him. in the first round instead of one. Um I do consider them athletes, maybe not at the beginning of this, but anybody who could box I mean, you're boxing now. This cardio you need to box that you, is it's it's out of this world. The the cardio condition you have to be in to box. Um, we talk about this, man. It's basically like do a round, get on the treadmill. Do a round, get on the treadmill. Spar around, get on the treadmill. You you have to be able to go. Like I'd be gassed halfway through the first round. So it's... I consider them athletes just because you really do have to train to go the distance in a in a boxing match. Now, 
boxers might give them a little bit of a because they haven't really boxed a boxer yet. They're boxing other YouTubers. You know, do you Tyron think this Woodley, was like scripted type of thing, or do you think this was just? Woodley is not a boxer. No, but he was gonna fight uh, Tommy Fury. I don't, I don't know Tommy is Tyson Fury. No, no, he wasn't gonna fight Tyson Fury. He's a real boxer. I don't know Tommy Fury. No, but Tommy still, Fury. But that's the he's point, a boxer though. from the UK. Yeah, I mean, look, Connor at least fought some boxers, right? They carried him, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think he can fight boxers. I think he's now become a boxer. In the beginning, I think it was more kind of like antics and, you know, for show. Do I think it's scripted? No. Um, do I think Floyd Mayweather carried Conor McGregor? Yes. You know, do I think the real boxers have the ability to let somebody stay with you and not put them away? Mean, yes. Did Floyd Mayweather ca- uh, carry Logan Paul? Or did he ca- he carry Conor McGregor too? Huh. Yeah. Do yeah, you think 100%. he could have knocked him out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think he made Conor look good for the possibility of rematches and that kind of stuff. There's always more money at the end of the day. You know, and boxing, unlike mixed martial arts, like you can kind of do that, right? Like you could pull your punches, you could decide yeah. where you hit people, a lot of hugging, a lot of hugging, a lot of like uh, showmanship. Where like MMA, like that, that's just brute force. And I'm so excited for the Olivier Poirier fight this weekend. It'll be cool. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, man. So anyway, that's it, guys. I mean, like we, you know, I, I, we can get into the cards. We can get into any kind of news you have. We can talk about football. We can talk about basketball. We can talk about whatever it is you want to chat about. But, you know, I, we talk about this. And, you know, sometimes the best conversations we have also makes really good content for people out there. Because if we're thinking about it, we're beating ourselves up about it. Chances are the people listening to us are also beating ourselves up about it. So one, know you guys, you know, when you think like, shit, I had a loss. I'll beat myself up. Or, hey, this win, I really took my profit too soon or whatever it is. You know, go a little easier on yourselves. We do the same shit. And, you know, it, it unfortunately, it takes a little bit of the joy away from what we're doing. You know what I mean? And that's part of the, probably the biggest problem, you know? You're trying to have some fun with this. Um, and, yeah, that's it. That's, 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 that's my, my, my little. Would you prefer we go NFL week recap or do you want to talk NBA? Or whatever, or... whatever you like. My plays are NBA, but, but he's not in the NBA anymore. So we can go NBA and I can give an NBA play. Let me ask NFL. The NFL parody, you know, all you got to know about the NFL season is the Dolphins started off, what, one in whatever, yep. and they've won five games, seven games, however many games they've won in a row. The Redskins lost four games in a row, and then they won four games in a row. You know, Interesting division, just like that AFC East, too, if you think about it. Buffalo took off, won most of their first games. Miami and the Patriots started out terrible. Now they're shrieking. Very interesting AFC East. Yeah. And now the safest bet in the NFL is Kansas City's under. Who would have thought that in week three or four of the season? Team Did you Kansas watch Ford. the game? I watched every play because I was what playing do you think of Travis Kelsey would catch a ball and give me some points. Mahomes <laughs> still not not there? What, what's going on? A lot of tip balls. I mean, you could say his receivers are not getting the hands on it, but no, he just he doesn't look right. He doesn't look right. I don't know what it is. He doesn't look right. He's not, you know, he's not making the throws. Um, he's not putting them on his receivers. Um, the offensive line doesn't look as good as it, as it, as it has in the past. Um, he looks a little rushed. He looks a little rushed. Something um, that, that's going to take an off-season to fix, more than likely. Maybe. I mean, look, Tyreek Hill. Well, if it couldn't get fixed over a bye week. Well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it gets fixed unless there's talent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so off-season. Like, if you bring in another offensive lineman or – 
a third wide receiver. People who thought Nicole Hardman was going to turn into the next Tyreek Hill, that's not happening. You know, Pringle, whatever his name is, whatever sour cream and onion Pringles, he's not going to be a great receiver. You know, Kelsey has had some games this this year where he has really just disappeared, including last night. Um, and Tyreek Hill didn't have a, a huge, you know, game. And uh, a couple of times, balls bounced right off him, one of them leading to a tip interception. Um, you know, that said, it's funny. We're talking about how bad they were. They covered, I think, right? Yep, 21-9. against the Broncos, who I thought were in the game. Huh? 21-9. Yeah, I mean, they covered. So, you know, ugly game. Still, AFC West as currently situated, no team under 500, which is pretty nuts. Herbert came back. So the Bengals blew out the Steelers. Steelers beat the Ravens. Chargers blew you out the that Bengals. game? Uh, which one? The Bengals-Chargers game. Parts so, of it. I so watched Reds. look at the final score, you would think, wow, the Chargers blew them out and the Chargers had it from beginning to end. Bengals had a um, chance. A couple things. One – uh, Burrow dislocated his pinky in the first series and played the rest on of the time. On his throne hand. Yeah, on his throne hand. hand. And just, they were up 24 nothing, and the Bengals yep. came back and scored 22 straight points and missed the two-point conversion for the tie. Then they had the ball at around midfield, about the 45 of their own yep. territory, third quarter, I believe. And Mixon took a handoff, and just the ball bounced off his arm. I don't know if it was because of the, you know, it looked like the handoff was fine. I, I don't want to blame Burrow's finger for the handoff. But the ball basically just fell on the floor, and San Diego picked it up and ran it back for a 45-yard fumble recovery. So now you have a situation where the Bengals are down two, going, you know, moving, driving, like moving the ball, and all of a sudden now they're down 10, and it's just – you could tell. Like they used all their energy to get back into it from down 24 nothing. They got the ball. They only needed like two completions to end a field goal range and probably take the lead. And instead, right. boom, they're back down by double digits again. Momentum. I mean, it was just – that was the end. Like you could tell the Bengals just gave in there. They had given it all they had. Um, I would not necessarily say that Herbert – had a fantastic game. I, I will say he's got an arm that a lot of people don't have. There was one play during the yep. game. Um, I think he it, scrambled I right and he threw against his body. It might scrambled have been right. where he's scrambling right. He throws against, but even even he underthrew the ball by like five yards. So the receiver had to come back for it. Actually, got a, a pass interference call. Um, you know, as the receiver's come back, he ran into the defender coming back for the ball. Um, but that throw, 50, 60 yards in the air, you know, not a lot of quarterbacks have the arm strength to do that. Um, Dante, Dante Culpepper could. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I mean, he looked good. He, uh, give, him, give him his credit. You know, that team, they, they won when they needed to win because if the Chiefs are going to keep winning, you know, the Chiefs took over first place. And right now, going into tonight, you know who the number one seed in the AFC is? Patriots. Patriots. Big game tonight. Only one team yeah, gets I, I, I famously have the Bills, so you guys should take the Patriots for all of your marbles. Uh, you were okay this week, man. Your your bananas play has come in two weeks in a row, and my lock I'm, finally. I'm a banana. Time in like nine weeks. What a what a what a horrible way to lose a lock. I said the Patriots, uh, the the Bucks, Falcons would have thirty seven points at halftime, and you'd only need a touchdown in the third, yep. and a touchdown in the fourth to get your fifty. That mm-hmm. was thirty seven at halftime. It was 2017, too. It wasn't like one of those, like, the, the Cowboys are up by 40, so they're not going to score anymore. Right. It was 2017. It was 37 points, and they scored 10 more points for the whole rest of the game, and the over didn't come in. Kate oh, said this exact thing. He's like, this is going to be a type of game where it's probably 37 and a half time. 
And then you're sitting there in the third quarter needing a touchdown in the third, a touchdown in the fourth. Yeah. It was literally 37 at exactly the half. That. They scored a touchdown in the third. Yeah. And then they kicked the field goal in the fourth. Yeah, I was like, what is this shit? <laughs> They're messing with us. Garbage way to lose my lock. So what's your play? My play is 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 a um, – it's one you may go in and scoop up now. Um, I got to give credit to GPZ, Dennis Patrick Zender, one of our listeners yep. who brought this card to my attention. It is not a cheap card, guys, although, you know, there are a couple of them up on eBay where if you want to, you can make offers and maybe get it cheap. Um, it's odd because there are different variants of it, but I want you to look up the 1998 Topps certified autograph Kobe Bryant. It is Kobe's first pack-pulled auto. I know this card. Right? He has a Bowman pack-pulled auto that year, too, but the Topps is actually his first. But what's funny is you say, I know this card, but a lot of people don't realize is there's two of them. There's AG2 hmm. and AG9, and he's wearing different jerseys, and he's got a different pose in them, okay? The AG9 seems to be a rarer one. He has a purple jersey on. Kind of a cooler cooler card. Um, AG2 no or AG9? Yeah. So 1998, Topps certified auto Kobe Bryant. You take a look at it. There's AG2. Which is the regular one where he's got his regular regular jersey okay. on, and then there's if you just scroll, you'll see one that looks different. If you're on eBay, he's got a purple jersey on. Oh, okay. So that's AG nine. That seems to be a little rarer. There are two PSA tens um, of the AG two, and no PSA tens of the AG nine. See, that's the nine, and it also has a cooler hmm. auto on it, much much Grand Hill ten. So Grand Hill. Yeah, Grant Hill in, in the picture, too. The other one is, I mean, listen, there's very few graded versions of this. And even on eBay, there's not that many of these out there. You can make an offer on this one. Uh, the AG2, they're on eBay right now for less than two grand plus best, you know, make an offer. Right? So there's one for like 1900 or best offer. Maybe get it for $1,000, which, by the way, the Kobe Autos, you know, the, the worst ones sell for that. And this happens to be his first pack-pulled top certified yeah. auto. If you want to grade it, that's great. The grades there are very few Kobe rookie autos, like very few. Well, so this is not you know like like it, it's not ninety six, it's ninety eight, but it is Correct. a top certified issue, right? Which is you know people look for those you know first pack pull. This is one of those that could have some significance at some point down the road because of that. Um, it's a cool looking card. I would tell you there's a, a, a tremendous disparity in the autographs. If you look at the ones on eBay, that one, AG9, is blue ink, very nice signature. The AG2 has ones with silver Sharpie. There are ones with black ink that seem to be fading on some of these. Some, you know, There's a very big discrepancy between the quality of autos when, uh, when Kobe signed them. It's weird. It's like they gave him these cards and he ran out of ink or he signed them at different times. Or they told them to sign it with different pens. Who the heck knows? But you, you can, I, I can look on eBay and see at least three different signature versions of that AG2. Um, Do you know why? Look, why? A lot of them are forged. Ooh, nice. Yeah. You reach out to Hayoli Hustle, Mr. Eric Myers. If with, with questions, guys. Howley, I apologize. Eric Myers on Facebook. You can reach out to him on Instagram. Uh, he 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 knows this card well. We've talked about this card. Uh, I don't want any of our listeners to get burned before you buy. Uh, reach out to him. Reach out to us. We're happy to help because there's a lot of forgeries on this card. There are slabbed ones, guys, with authentic orders yep. and BGS ones, and they're not Correct. that much money either. So, you know, if you want to buy one and not worry about that, grab one that's in a slab. Um, 
you know, like I said, there's not that many of these out there. And, you know, there are Beckett ones, there are PSA ones. You know, they're not that much more in the, in the slab. Obviously, PSA 10, if you're trying to buy that one, I think the only one on eBay is like $35,000 because there's only two of them. I don't know if I go that far, um, but it does show you the potential that the card has. Um, I just thought it was cool because, you know, it's a card, I you know, you just don't see. You just don't hear it uh, talked about that often. And when people are talking about, you know, just Kobe Chrome cards selling for thousands of thousands of dollars. Right. Well, you know, this is the first Topps Auto, Pack Pult. So, you know, there's only so many first Prism, you know, first this, first Topps Chrome, first blah, blah, before somebody comes back and says, all right, this is his first Pack Pult Auto. You know, that's got some Correct. relevance too. So just one of those fun ones. Didn't want to get too crazy. But uh, it's there, and it's, you know, obviously not in everyone's price range. So if you guys go on Collectibles Twitter or their Instagram, you'll see Cage delivering a message that only Cage could deliver. If he made, if he won the lottery, he would buy a mantle PSA 8, probably a PSA 9 if I know you, uh, if you won the lottery. Uh, but it got me thinking, like, the mantle 1952 tops is probably out of the price range of just about everybody. Uh, that that's listening it, I mean, a PSA one I think is listed for like 50k or best offer, maybe even more than that now. Yeah, so the it got last me couple thinking. Of authentics I saw sold in the 20s. People don't love authentic. I know. Yeah, that's but that's like basically entry level. Yes. At least okay. 20. Fair. Uh, which is crazy. That's a crazy floor price. That's uh, that's the board API club of the hobby, huh? Or is that the punks? <laughs> I don't know. People probably say it's the punks. It's little, no. little what do you think? Uh, Mickey Mantle, is that a punk or an ape? Uh, but it got me thinking, what's a different way to play Mantle? And we talk about type one photos, right? I highly recommend if you're in New York City, stop by Bleecker because they have type one photos. You'll see them. They're slabbed in PSA. They're super freaking cool. And they're limited because they're made off of a negative and you can only make so many. Uh, so what's cool about that is if you go on eBay, I'll share my screen. There's some... Pretty awesome type one photos of Mickey Mantle. And they're relatively, they're reasonable. And you can get one that kind of is more your vibe. So here's a 1962 one, a little bit in his later years. Here's one with Whitney Ford, Yogi Berra, and Mantle, 1500. What's so funny? Who's he with there again? Whitney Ford. Is it Whitey? I don't, I don't Whitey know. Ford? I, I can't see it. Yogi. Yogi Berra, Mickey Mantle, and Wh White Whitey Ford. Is it Whitey? Yeah, looks like Whitey Ford, chairman of the board. Who's taking a picture? Is that a child? That's the kid from Sandlot. <laughs> the kid from Sandlot wasn't born. <laughs> it's it's the metaverse. Cool picture, man. Do you not understand? You That's clearly don't movie. understand how the metaverse works. This is a Back to the Future. <laughs> I don't know. I trust me. I don't know how the metaverse works at all. Yeah, me neither. Uh, <laughs> I just. I just talk, talk, and I hope my f words make sense. I, here's another one. I mean, here's 1957. I mean, there's just th – this one's called 1960. There's a ton of different ones, and if you're looking to make a play on Mantle, this may be a nice alternative play that you could make f for a tenth of what the entry point of a PSA 1 or an authentic – of really I think so, too. And here's the thing. The whole point of a mantle, yeah, we want to invest, but it's also very eye-grabbing, right? Like, wow, you have a mantle, right? You have a Jordan. I mean, I think type one photos are very eye-grabbing. Like, you put that in the slab. Um, who's our friend? Is it slab guard? No. 
Why can't I remember his business? The slab, slab display, slab shelf, slab shelf. Dude, there's so many slab business that I, they're all kind of in here. Slab shelf. Like I think it would look cool in slab shelf. If you're a content creator, or podcast or whatever it is, you just want to display at home. I think the type one photos work really well there too. Love it. That's it. And we'll be back tomorrow with a longer episode. What else? Enjoy the football tonight, guys. Super Bowl of the season so far. It should be a good game. It should be a smash mouth game. It's really cold. And Cage kind of grazed over it, but thank you all of you guys because we are having, you know, record listener numbers. And that feels good, man, because it's just, it's nice to grow. It's nice to add listeners and it's nice to build our own community. We're having fun and, and you guys are kind of our oxygen. So when you share or you guys think we do a good job or you comment on our Instagram post, which you guys are doing amazing with, it means the world to us. So thank you. Check out the belt. I posted a picture on my personal IG page. Tell me what you think. Even if you think it's stupid, tell me what you think. Because, you know, we're going to be making more of these. Next year, I think we should have 10 fantasy leagues, man. I don't want to turn anybody away. It was a lot of fun doing fantasy with, you know, a little, little crap talking, people beating me, making fun of my draft. Everybody beats me. I mean, I'm, I think after this week, I'm going to be 8-5. and five. It's not that good. That's not terrible. All you got to do is get in the playoffs. All right, Luca Nation. This episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze was brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. Take it from someone who has personally submitted thousands of cards for grading. HGA slabs just hit different. They're top of the line and color-coordinated to match the card itself. The aesthetics are unrivaled in the industry. When paired with the ease of submission and the transparency of the pricing model, HGA stands alone as the best choice for grading your cards. I believe that once you try them out, you will agree. Thanks for listening, Luca Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Ah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.